Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back to another episode and the second in our season uh, of Round the Boards of Speedway podcast where we will be reviewing the 2024 Premiership. Um, joining me on the show this evening, I would say my regular guest now because he is generally always here, Kane. Kane, how are we doing? Hi, it's me. I'm here. Um, yeah, I'm all right. Um, awake today, so awake. that's good. Awake today, yeah. that is good. That is good. Um, as, as you can probably gather, Rob's gone AWOL already. We're only in week two and we've lost him already. So, wow. But to be fair, it is uh, a, a very happy birthday to Rob for today. Um, he's celebrating. I, I don't want to get this wrong, but I think he's 27 today. Um, let me do the maths. It is, yeah, 27. 27. Well so happy birthday, Rob. There's no excuse for not being on the show, but happy birthday all the same. I had a, I had a little little fun moment for his birthday. I'm going to wish for birthday in the recording, but he's not turned up, so... Yeah, you're in the game. Uh, well, I was going to say something not very nice, but I'm not going to say it because it's, yeah. it's a bad word. But we were, I'd, I'm quite happy he's here because his speedway snobbery, he'd be in his element in this league, so I'm quite happy he's not here. Me too. <laughs> Just because he's Rob. That's why I'm happy he's not here. But we shall move One on. One person less to bully me. We will do our preview, um, our predictions, um, and we'll also bring you some uh, news ahead of the fixtures, which will be commencing in oh, no time at all now. We're talking about four weeks, four weeks, I think, until, yeah, we, until the, well, till you'll see the, the Ben Fund, isn't it? Yeah. And we'll bring you some lineups for them, but we'll move swiftly into the Premiership um, before we bring our guest on this evening. Um Kane, let's let's talk about last season then, twenty twenty three, and it was uh, Sheffield who came out on top on a on a very wet evening over at Olderton uh, against the Ipswich Witches, who actually overcame uh, the Bellevue Aces in a in a dramatic semi final. Um, but um, I, I suppose on balance, Sheffield, although they had their injuries, had the right time, had the right team at the right time, or the yeah. right get the right yeah. guests at the right time, should I say? Yeah, that, that as well. No, um. Yeah, when it came to the playoffs, they definitely had the strongest of the four. And um, Ipswich did well to push them close. I think they probably should have won it, really. But 
at speedway, isn't it? It's uh it's not as easy as just winning it. But um yeah, I mean I'm sure they'll go close again, both of them. We'll see. Yeah. We'll no spoilers. No spoilers. We'll see, we'll see with our predictions. But um the rules obviously this season have been tightened uh, a little bit. Um we're talking about the playoffs. So uh, a situation that happened last year with Chris Harris won't be allowed to happen this year. So um, a guest can only ride for one team in the playoffs, if I'm not mistaken. You are not mistaken. You are correct. Well done. That's about time I got something right. Yeah. But, we, I mean, obviously uh, there's the sad news that Peterborough and Wolverhampton won't be coming to the tapes this year, but the, the league itself uh, has still got seven. Uh, Birmingham having come up as well and then obviously Oxford um, who'll be participating in all three leagues this year and um, just on the balance of it and we'll go into more detail when we're doing our predictions but Oxford have for me have built um, a very solid team um, a very experienced team shall we say I think if we look at my I'd, I'd put the ages on the on the, the spreadsheet and um, they've got the most experienced team by a long way in the league um, so they've built and it is a powerful team as well. I don't know what you think about it. But there's obviously question marks over how long will Magic stay at number one for? I think, you know, you look at their top four and I think you could say any of them could really be number ones, which um, it's not a bad thing, is it? It's just the big question is um, how they all fare on the... Because I think, am I right in saying only the... Yeah, the top three haven't been to Oxford before, have they? Um, I know so Rowan, Rowan Tungate definitely hasn't because I heard that on uh, Heat One Motorsports. Hello, uh, Logan and Todd Wiltshire. Mm. Um, I heard that interview and I know he's not been there before. I wouldn't imagine Nikolai's been there before and Magic definitely wouldn't have been. So that could be something that goes slightly against them early on, but you know they're all world-class riders. They'll, they know how to ride a speeder bag, don't they? So they'll, they'll be good enough. I think... Um, it's a very exciting side as well for your your first season back. They're, they're not there to make up the numbers in there. I think the same can be said for Birmingham as well. They're bringing back both Pavlitsky and Milik to um, England as well. And I think really big signings with Leon Flint and Tom Brennan. And not not even mentioning Victor Lampard on a five at reserve. Could be a really, really big one. Yeah, I was, I was just going to come on to mention about uh, the Birmingham coming in and with um, Pavlicki and Milik coming in and, and Victor Lampart as well, there's just the, this influx of riders that are coming back to the UK. And we, we, we can talk about Rowan Tungate as well, who's the new Australian champion. He's coming in uh, at Oxford. Uh, really good for British Speedway that we're going to see these guys on these shores again. Absolutely, yeah. Um, it's great to see. And I think... We did see something in the, the Spirit of Star this week that there was possibly two more big names who were pondering a return and maybe could be returning later on with uh, Lindgren and Torshell. Yes, yes, very, very true. And it's, it's interesting how it reads. Um, I, I, I sort of, I, I've read the, the Jakob Torshell bit and I thought, mm, I don't think with his demands and, and with a baby there as well that he would be back. But potentially Freddie Lindgren maybe. If things aren't going well at Birmingham, you could see changes being made. So, but we'll come to that in our predictions, and I think we'll move we'll move on to our predictions now. Um, we've got Rob's in hand; he's given us what he thinks going to happen this year. So, let's see how close we all are to each other. So, um, I'll come to you first, then, Kane, for your 
Who is going to be wooden spoonists this year? And if you say Kings um, Lynn, I will be ejecting you from the room immediately. Just going to quickly change that. Um, <laughs> I've act- no, I've not. I've actually got Leicester in seventh, I think. It, I wouldn't even say it's a bad team. It's just I think all the teams do look that good. I just think there's the least amount of improvement in the side. I think having Drew Kemp as a reserve, um, you, look, you compare him to the likes of, I mean, Lewis Kerr, Victor Lampart, and that Patrick Voidolo. Hmm. I would say they're all a fair bit better than him at the moment. He's got, I think, him, Jenkins, Mountain, and Edwards are all on similar levels. So it, it does show there's two ways the teams have been built. But then when you look at the teams who have the reserves, at the same level, I think their top fives look slightly stronger at the top end. However, I think having Ryan Douglas and Sam Masters, I think both they've previously been at Leicester, so there's a chance that they could improve. I just I think they like like a bit more star power, really. Mm. It's like they've got strength in depth, but then not in the reserve berth, if you see what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I've just got a few a few doubts. That's all. Um, interestingly, I um, I actually thought this was a bit of a gimme, and Rob, Rob's gone the same way as you. He's gone Leicester Lions as well. But I've actually gone Birmingham Brummies in last place. Um, Ooh. Uh, purely purely because um, you're never quite sure. I think if you look at the averages, that I don't think Millick's going to keep a seven and a half average, not by a long stretch. And that's just that's that's opinion. I, I I saw him at Kings Lynn, and this was a few years ago, and he's a much better rider than he was back then. Um, I, I don't think he'll keep that average, not in this strength of a league. Pavlicki, I I think could potentially keep that average. Um, and I think the middle order itself is is quite a it's it's a solid middle order without being exciting, shall we say? I think the exciting element in that Birmingham squad is is Victor Lampard at reserve. And as you say, there's there's a couple of teams that have gone with strength in depth at reserve. Uh, Birmingham, Oxford, Kings Lynn have all got good riders at reserve. Lewis Kerr, Patrick Voigelow and Lampard. But you're never quite sure how Lampard's going to go either or what might happen with, with Polish federations calling riders back from squads. You know, you know how this usually pans out. But I just think with... When you've got Richard Lawson as the fifth highest rider in your averages and he was number one at Kings Lynn only two years ago yeah I, I, I just think there's there's a lot of strength there and it's very much where where we all kind of wrote off Wolverhampton last year I think it's very similar to that Wolverhampton team in fact I, you could almost call it identical in terms of averages and I just think they'll have the same sort of season I think they'll go well at Leicester I think they might struggle on their travels a little bit, but I just, for me, Birmingham have just got the slightly weaker team at the moment. No, I don't. I don't think you're wrong with what you're saying about Leicester. I just think uh, compared to the Wolverhampton team, I think they'll miss slight home advantage that the Wolves did. Yeah, of because course, the, yeah. the track is still quite tight at Leicester, but it's not as as severe as it was at Wolves. If you don't, if you like. Trying to understand what I'm saying. Yep. Yep. So I think that could be something that goes against them, but it's 
it's still a home track, isn't it? They'll know they'll know it better than the away riders. Um, and I think at Birmingham, it's you do look at the top end of the most teams. I don't think most of them would have been to Birmingham or have been to Birmingham since it's been relayed last season. Mm. And that could be something that helps Birmingham out. I, I do think Milik is a potential concern, but he's one of them. He, he can be world-class one day and then the absolute opposite the next day. And um, I think we'll see both of him this season. I, I do have a few concerns over him having a 7.5 and if he can maintain it, but he just needs the consistency, I think. Yeah. Yeah, this is true. So I suppose it'll be interesting who you've got in sixth then, because I know Rob's, it's reverse of mine, so Rob's gone for Birmingham in sixth. So have you gone for Birmingham sixth? Hey, I haven't gone for Birmingham in sixth. I've gone, oh, okay. this might be, this could be something that makes me sound really bad at the end, but I've got Bellevue. In sixth? I just, yeah. I just, I just don't okay. think it's that good of a team. You might, have I don't to, know. You might have to explain this one a little bit. I, yeah. Well, and I, I, I know Rob's got them a bit higher than that, but um, I think the top two is definitely very, very good. I think Lidsey has improvement, but these away performances last season were really hit and miss, and I think that's that could be a potential weakness sometimes. Ben Cook moving up into the main body now and he's got no chances of going down to reserve. It could go against him away from home. He did look good at, at Bellevue and he's had his, he did have some good meetings away from Peterborough as well. Uh, Blowdown, same again. He's sort of been drifting in and out of reserve. He has been getting better every season, but Connor Mountain, I, I think, isn't going to come out of the reserve berth. Having Connor Billy as the rising star, I think that'll go well for them, but I just same thing as what I've said about Leicester. I don't see much improvement in the side apart from Bewley being the main one. Potentially Lidsey and Kurtz, but now I have a point in the average. And I just think it's really interesting. I take on board your points. I say this every I say this every season about Bellevue, and it's like, oh, and they've not got home advantage, blah blah blah, and then they're smashing sixty every week, so yeah, that that, that hit sixty four on Good Friday. Or one one day, one day I'll be right. Easter Monday, sixty points. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, I, I I take into account some of the points you've made there. I I actually think Connor Mountain is probably one of the most underrated riders, um, and I think he's going to pull up some trees this year. I I think he's got the beating of a lot of those reserves, especially uh, Bell, well Bellevue. I I think home and away. I think when they go to a track like Sheffield. I, th- I think he's more than capable of beating both of those reserves. Same as Leicester as well. Uh, he's got experience at both tracks. Yeah, I see. I do see what you mean, and I don't think it's out with the realms of possibility either. It's I just don't know. I don't think it's like if you see he's on a three point three. I wouldn't be surprised if he went up to a four, but I don't think he would go much higher than that. And if he does, fair play. You know, I, I accept I was wrong, but it's just my opinion. Um, I do like him as a rider as well, but I just I do look at other teams and their, their top fives and even their sixes and sevens, and I think they've just got better on the sevens, really. Okay, okay. Well, we have to we have to accept that, and we move on to the fifth place. And, and myself and Rob, um, we have got the same team um, in fifth place, and it's the Newly formed Oxford Spires, shall we say. Um, 
I, mean, I know I mentioned earlier in the show that um, I actually thought that they built they built a solid team, um, and I think they have. With um, Nikolai Klimt was showing some real improvement um, at the, before he got injured at Kings Lynn last season. Rowan Tungate, obviously, he's back in the UK, the new Australian champion. Chris Harris, you, you know what you're going to get with Chris Harris. Charles Wright, Louis Kerr down at reserve. I've just got concerns with with Magic and Ashton Bowden. If I'm honest, I, I I tend to think has Magic got enough competition at number one? Can he keep as higher average as he's got? I'm not sure he can. Is Ashton Bowden good enough to be at this level just yet? Again, I'm not sure he is. I, I think he's going to get beaten up more than he's going to win. Potentially, yeah, but Pond Rider doesn't make a good team. I think I think I do agree it's a very strong top six and there's potential doubts with Yanovsky just because it's I don't want to say because it's Yanovsky, but you know what I mean. It's similar to what I've said about Milik. He, he can look world class one day and the next day it's uh, nowhere near. But it's that that's mainly at GP level, I would say, is what we're seeing then. Extra Liga, I think this is a step down. You look at Sweden, he, he's he's done all right in Sweden. Well, since I think the last few years he's been, I don't really follow Sweden, but last couple of seasons I've I've dabbled in and then seen he's all right. So I, I think he'll be fine. I, I, I'd expect his average to go up. I don't know if it is eight, nine, seven, or assessed no, I, because I think it'll be lower than that. I think it's an. I want to say it's an assessed eight, but I might be telling lies. Um, either way, I think I think it'll go up, and I think Oxford will be slightly better than sixth. Interestingly, Fifth. interestingly, I, I saw an interview with Magic, and he actually said just when he broke his leg at uh, Rockslav, he was actually finding some form, or, or he thinks he'd fixed the problems that he was having. Um, I think he, he mentioned he'd had a good evening in Sweden um, and he thought he'd got over the troubles and then obviously he, he looped at the start and broke his leg. But it'll be interesting to see if he comes back, especially in in, an, in a premiership now where he's been out of it for a few years. It'll be interesting how he fares against the other number ones in the league now. He's capable. We know he is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's just, yeah. he's just for me, he's a little bit inconsistent. Yeah. There's... I think we we will see maybe the odd meeting where he's not performing as well as other number ones might be, but I don't think it'll be as severe as you think it might be. I think it's your... I don't know how to explain it, because we see him not doing well the GPs and the extra league every now and then. But I think the the level's significantly watered down compared to that. Yeah, It'll be all right. A bad night for him. I think he'll still be eight points, seven points, something like that. Okay, okay. So that is. Yeah. We'll come to your fifth place team then, because I'm assuming it's not the Oxford Spires. It is not the Oxford Spires. It is the Birmingham Brummies. I've got them in fifth. I think they'll fall short of the playoffs. I do like the their thoughts of you know they won't hang around for if they're not performing, and I think that's. Obviously, not not every no team is going to just sit and be crap, basically. But you, I just think there's they've obviously got some the financial back in there. They've moved up, new team manager. 
some good signs as well. I think Leon Flint was a really good addition going back to Birmingham. Uh, Brennan and Worrell, I think, is a very strong top. That's, that's three and four, like you've said. Um, Zach Cook as well at number two. It's a uh, it's a good looking lineup. I think he was he had a few guest bookings for them last season. I want to say yeah, it's performed well. And um, yeah, it, it's it, it's again it's a it's a good strength in depth side. A lot of it will come down to how Pavlitsky and Milik perform. But if they don't pull away, I, I, obviously they've been talking to some riders out in the winter there that have said no with Lindgren and Torshell. And I, I'd imagine there could be more as well. So, yep. yeah, I don't think they'll be afraid to get some changes in if they are, aren't getting the home wins, at least have said that. But um, I think they could be dark horses, a bit like Leicester last season. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, that completes our bottom three. And I think before we we move on to our top four, and interestingly, we all have Kings Lynn in the top four. I'm, he, actually yeah. quite, I'm quite happy about this. Who would have um, seen that coming? Before before we move on to that, I'm just going to uh, bring our guest on the show then. And uh, tonight, I'm delighted to say we're, we're joined by Neil. So um, I'll just get him on the line. Well, join us that's on the show this evening. And as we go through our predictions for the 2024 premiership season in the uk uh, i'm delighted to say we've got a rider um he's become almost part of the institution of, of british speedway he's been here since starting his career in 2001 um he's a seven times danish champion a former danish under 21 champion and he's a former bronze medalist in the world championships as well so i'm delighted to say and i can say this without any hesitation king's lynn legend niels christian everson how are we doing this evening niels Oh, good. Good, thank you. Very good. So, thanks for, thanks for having me. Not a problem, not a problem. I'd, um, it's great to have you on the show and um, glad to see you back in, in, in British Speedway or back at, in British Speedway for 2024 as you continue your career over here. And if we just look back to last season, um, 2023 ended at Peterborough, unfortunately, um, and you were part of that team last year. And I say, unfortunately, you um, you won the farewell meeting at Peterborough, but you had a nasty crash in the final. There is 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 the body okay now? Yeah, yeah, the body is okay. Um, obviously, it was uh, quite a big of a quite a big uh, <laughs> big big crash. Uh, but uh, no, I had a I had a, a good meeting, a good farewell uh, at Peterborough. But obviously, it's really sad that. Uh, it is the farewell to the showground, and um, and you know everybody's sort of hoping that uh, Peterborough can get back on track for for the sake of, of the sport as well. But but no, the body is good again. Uh, I had the window to recover, and um, and yeah, I mean there wasn't anything serious uh, in regards to injuries. It was just uh, a lot of bruising, and uh, I had some fractures on my ribs and 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 stuff. But uh, but yeah, it was nothing. Nothing serious, nothing to worry about. So, and so, yeah, just a bit of time and a bit of rest, and uh, all good to go again. Lovely, and a bit of rest you've had now. And as a Kingsley fan myself, I'm delighted to say that you you're back with Kingsley in in 2024, and this will actually be your fifth stint with the club. Um, you have such a such an affiliation with Kingsley Speedway, and the fans over here adore you. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it's good. It's good to be back at Kingsley uh, again. Um, um, I mean, obviously, I was uh, I was member of the team uh, just short term in in 2022 when when I was in as an injury replacement rider, 
Um, it wasn't wasn't fully committed to to British speedway in that season, but um, but yeah, otherwise since uh, 2018. So yeah, it's been quite some years uh, before I was sort of a full member of the team. But but yeah, the history goes a long way back. Um, 2001, when I first came over, and uh, that was when I did white stuff had the had promotion of the club and. Uh, yeah, I was I was just in for for some Craven Shields meetings, um, but yeah, it was uh, it was a long time ago, and uh, it's gone gone pretty quick all the years, to be fair. And and you've you established yourself as um, a very good number one at Kingsland, and is it is it because you find Kingsland are, are very easy to get on with um, that you keep coming back? So as I said, fifth stint with the club, is it is it because negotiations are easy, or is it a mixture of the fans, the track, and you just enjoying riding there? Um, when I came to Kingsland, uh, obviously, I, I, I mean, I don't count when when I came in with uh, when Waggy was uh, was there. I don't count it as much as uh, because I was more in to do a couple of meetings and uh, and he wanted me to get me in to to become an asset. And obviously, he moved on to Oxford uh, uh, when I came in full time in two thousand and four. Um, you know, I had my. I would say my first uh, full 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 year, and, and when I really came to England, uh, to England and, and to British Speedway was with uh, was with Newport when I came in two thousand and three. But but when I joined Kings Lynn in two thousand and eleven, um, I just really it, it was good for me. It was a good move for me. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I had a good time with the club and and sort of stayed in the team for 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 quite some years after that. And I would say. I, also enjoyed uh, my best years, uh, definitely um, performance-wise or scoring-wise. Uh, I've been with Kings Lynn and uh, and I just um, I just always enjoyed riding for the club and and always enjoyed the place. So so yeah, it's, uh, it just seems natural to come back uh, when I have the chance. And um, even it's been a few years, uh, I'm really looking forward to to get back into the team. Mm. And and this season, and we've we've seen it well documented. Um, the promotion have come out and, and and saying it's almost like a new era at Kingsley, and only two riders remained from from twenty twenty three. We had um, Tobias Musilak on the show last week, actually, and he he talked about how excited he is to ride w- with someone like yourself at Kingsley. I mean, looking at the team that we've got in place, uh, how are you feeling towards that and the riders that we've got there? I think the team uh, looks really good. Um, I think it's a bit of a mixture um, of everything, really. There's some experienced guys. There's a couple of young guys uh, or younger guys, if you can say it like that. And uh, and obviously we have Tarasenko and 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 Patrick, which was uh, which was also at Peterborough last year, which sort of came in midway through the season and and really made a great impact and, and enjoyed riding in England. So yeah, it's going to be fun to. Uh, to to work with all these riders and and to be a part of the team, I think it's uh, it, you know our, te- our team looks strong, um, but I think the league looks really strong this year. So it's it's difficult to say how far we can take it, but um, but for sure, I think we look solid on paper. But but again, everything <laughs> everything uh, everything happens on the tracks. So uh, so we just need to to get some meetings on the way and uh, and just take it take a step by step. Yeah, and, and as we see on season on season, unfortunately, in, injuries do take their toll on sides, and it's very difficult to say at the start of a season what might be in effect at the end of the season. But in the beginning of this coming season, we've got a, a two point increase on the on the points limit, which is 
and we've introduced uh, riders that are coming back to the UK, such as Vaclav Milik and uh, Paulik. He's coming back at Birmingham as well. Emil and Jason at Ipswich. There's you've got Chris Holder, Ty Woffenden at Sheffield. We've got a, a great mix of um, some of the world's best speedway riders back in the UK again. Yeah, and I think it's it's great for the sport. It's great for for British speedway. It's been uh, it's been a bit down uh, for a number of years, but but it's 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 really good to see that that riders uh, comes back and and there's some some big names back in the league and uh, and no I I mean it, it's excited to be a part of it as well. Um, so so no it's it, it it's a strong league uh, this season and um, for me it looks quite open like, like you said before it's also um, injury plays part when when. When the when the season gets started and uh, and it's also down to a little bit of luck, who has uh, more luck on the side and uh, and who can perform uh, consistently good throughout the season. That's uh, that's the key. So um, so no, it's it's open at the moment, but um, but it looks good. I mean, have you had a, a chance to look at the sides that are in the league this year? Do, is there anyone that stands out for you, or is there any particular riders that you're looking forward to uh, pitting your wits against this season? And to be honest, I haven't. I, I can't remember one to seven uh, in my head of, of all the teams. But obviously, have looked more, like some riders is coming back. Like we said, Milik is coming back. Uh, Pavlitsky is, is coming back to Birmingham. Janowski is is back as well with Oxford. And and like Wolfie is coming back. Chris Holder, Jack Holder is back. And and, and obviously, Ipswich have uh, the, the, like the strongest top two uh, in the league last year with with Emil and Doyle. So. So no, it's 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 a really really competitive uh, league, and um, and there is some some really really strong riders, and so um, so it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be hard, but um, we need to uh, <laughs> to be dialed in from from the beginning, and then uh, I'm sure we can uh, yeah we can compete with 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 all the te- all the teams in the league. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, as I said, in four in four weeks' time, it, it all kicks off, and um, Kings Lynn make a trip to Leicester uh, in for the opening meeting of our season. Um, is is Leicester a track that you enjoy? And can can you see Kings Lynn picking up some away points this season? Yeah, I can uh, definitely. But again, you know, we have to take it uh, one meeting at a time. Um, Leicester, Leicester, Leicester can be good, and it can be. And, and it can be not so good. Um, I was there a couple of times last season. Uh, the, the track has definitely improved a lot. Um, I've written it a couple of times when I think it's been been pretty bad. Uh, not very good for racing or anything. But but the way that uh, they prepared the track uh, last year and they did some changes to the track, uh, it's actually a good racing track and uh, it produced some good racing. And um, and 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 now I'm, I'm looking forward to going there. Uh, can we pick up points there? I'm definitely sure that we can, but uh, everybody needs to to chip in on the day. And uh, and uh, as a, that's the same always, you know, it counts the same home and away. But but obviously, uh, home should be be our advantage. But um, we need to pick up whatever we can on the road. Mm, definitely, I, I always say away performances are more, probably more key than home performance. To be honest. But um, obviously, with your return to Kingsland as well, uh, coincides with another man who you've rode for quite regularly, Rob Lyon. And I know a lot of the fans uh, are delighted to have Rob back at Kingsland as well. Just is is what sort of figure is Rob in the pits when um, well when things are going well, and also when the chips are down as well. 
Obviously, he has uh, loads of experience. Uh, he's been a team manager for for many years. He's been uh, he's been in the sport for for a long time. So, so now he uh, obviously he's the man between the between the riders and the the management, if you can say like that. Um, you know, he's he's the one who's uh, who has to sort of put all the pieces together. Um, you know, riders has to do the job on the track. And, Everybody behind the scenes has has to do their bits as well, and uh, and Rob he's sort of the man between uh, to make everything happen. So um, so no, I get on with Rob really well. Um, I had a great relationship with him uh, in the in the past at Kingsland as well, and uh, known him for many years. So um, so no, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be great to to working with him again this season. You know, obviously I worked with him last season as well uh, at Peterborough, um, where we had uh, a difficult, uh, especially the first half of the season was was very difficult. Um, Team-wise, we didn't we didn't have all the riders to sort of manage to do any impact uh, with the other teams um, after after Nikki's departure. But but anyway, that's uh, that's in the history books. But but now it's it's Kings Lynn. We are we are talking and uh, and yeah, Rob is back with Kings Lynn uh, just as myself. So I'm looking forward just to to keep working with him and uh, hopefully we can um, we can. Sort of pick up where we where we finished with Peterborough, you know, with uh, with a good uh, good run of wins. Yeah, and of course, and and you had a, a fantastic end to twenty twenty three as well, um, putting in some good performances, and indeed Peterborough picked up massively towards the end of the season. So, is it just a case of keeping on with that momentum, and and probably the end of the season came at a time when you didn't really need it because you were just starting to show the old Neils again. To be to be honest with you. Um, I struggled a bit in the beginning, um, or like first half of the season. Uh, it was uh, it was a little bit of everything. Um, I wasn't, you know, I haven't been riding in England for for quite a long time, um, and I I just wasn't dialed in with it equipment wise. Uh, all these uh, tracks have changed a little bit, and some tracks I hadn't been to for for quite a f- some years, and. Uh, and it was just a, it was just a little bit difficult for me to uh, to get that that extra bit. Uh, obviously, being at number one as well, when you're struggling a little bit, this doesn't make it easier. Um, so it, it was just uh, a bit of a rough time time. But um, but again, towards the end, uh, I started to pick up again, and scores were better. Uh, I felt better, and uh, yeah, it's everything just seemed to to come back to me and. Um, just want to keep keep that up now when when the season start again and i'm i'm quite confident that uh, that i'm able to do a, a solid job and you talk about doing a solid job and i think this was mentioned i think um rob mentioned this last year when you were at peterborough it's like um you've almost got a new role in the team and it's, it'll be the same when you come to king's lynn as well i think he mentioned it when you moved into the number two position yeah because uh, with the greatest respect at 41 years of age now um, I think fans probably they probably go back to the Neils that, that we saw banging in fifteen point maximums and and you sort of have to accept that that's not going to happen week in week out now with the caliber of riders we've got there. So, do you feel you have a new role in the team? And on your day, you can beat absolutely anybody, especially at Kings Lynn. So it's not like you you won't beat these guys. But do you feel that there's a new role for you in that team? Um. Yeah. Probably a little bit, um, but again, I I, I just want to, you know, I, I race because I want to be 
my best and uh, and like you said you know i'm not i'm not the youngest guy anymore and uh, and uh, <laughs> you know sometimes you start to wear off but um but i think uh i don't see why i should be able to um um, you know, uh, that, that's I'm I'm working on 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 being there. You know, I want to be at my best, but uh, but again, you know, sometimes you have to be realistic too. But obviously, I'm not signed as the number one rider in the team. Uh, like you said, it's a, it's a different role now. I'm probably coming in at uh, I don't know what number in the average, but probably coming in at number two or whatever in the team. Uh, um, but again, you know, my aim is to win. I want to win the races. I want to be what I know I can do and uh, and yeah as long as I'm racing that's not going to change so um, so I still have still have goals and I still have ambitions uh, also for myself so um, I take take a lot of pride in what I do and uh, I want to I want to show the best side of me always uh, so I prepared a lot this this winter I've trained hard done everything which I uh, felt like I, I should do to to sort of step it up and then hopefully it will pay off <laughs> Hopefully so, and I mean, you talk about you talk about fitness, and you talk about giving your all, and in in twenty twenty four, you're still going to be riding in four leagues as well. I mean, is it is it a case that you, you you're feeling fit, you're feeling fresh, and you're just enjoying your speedway as much as you ever have? Um, I wouldn't say I have enjoyed it as much as ever. Um, definitely not. Some parts of the last couple of years, uh, because when when I struggle and when I don't uh, perform as well as I want to, then I don't enjoy it. Uh, I have to be honest with that, um, because I want to, like I said before, I wanna I wanna be at my best. I wanna I wanna win um, as much as I can, and and when I don't when I don't do to my own expectations, then. Uh, then I don't enjoy it really. Um, so, uh, so yeah, that's it's also what drives me. It's also what uh, what makes me keep pushing to 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 become better. And uh, and um, you know, like this this year this season, I'm gonna gonna race in four leagues again. Um, obviously, I haven't I haven't committed uh, full time to to race in Sweden, but. Um, but I'm still signed into the to the squad there. I can do some meetings and um, and yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a busy year. But um, but that's that's what I want. I uh, I enjoy being a little bit busier and um, and uh, yeah, that's when I'm uh, at my best as well. Yes, I, I suppose being busy is is the ideal scenario from both fronts. So if if you're riding well, you you can carry on that momentum. But and if you're if you're in a bit of a dip at that point. You, you need to carry on riding to try and get out of that dip. So is it best to try and ride as much as possible without burning yourself out? Yeah, obviously it's a fine line. Um, because you can also ride so much that you are just knackering yourself out and, and like you said, you're, you're burned out and and you just don't have the energy. Um, and obviously I can also feel now when I'm, when I'm don't, I need a little bit more rest uh sometimes uh from what i did 10 years ago um and 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 i think that's that's normal but uh but but overall i feel fit i feel good uh my body is in a good shape and and everything so um so no it's um when you like you said when you don't perform uh 
then you want to ride more because then there's a day after and a day after and uh, you can try and correct things but uh, but when when everything is going good then you also keep want to keep riding because you want to keep up the good scores so uh, so uh, I don't know for me it's just a matter of uh, of finding that balance between riding just enough and uh, and not burn yourself out yeah and I mean, in terms of in terms of your teams this year across the world, um, the, the Danish side of it is is the only move that hasn't changed. So, after helping Esbjerg to the league title last year, you're back with them again this year. So, um, in terms of Poland, you've made the move to Gdansk from Lodz, um, and you'll be joining up with probably a friend. I'm guessing Nikolai Klint. Uh, he's over there, um, and then obviously Vagana in Sweden. You've moved, and as you said, not committed. So much change in in your own setups this year. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm still with Espia uh, as a spin as I've been for for many years, um, uh, so nothing changed there. But yeah, I moved to uh, to Gdansk in Poland, and um, it was a uh, it was a pretty easy choice uh, for me actually because they uh, they made it clear that uh, they thought I was the the right rider for for the team. Uh, they made it clear what role I have in the team and. And uh, just sounded really optimistic about what they they thought I could uh, do for the team. So, so it, you know that makes a difference for me when 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 the clubs talk about you know uh, how you can benefit the team and and what you can do and and they sound quite excited to to have you there. Then uh, it also makes a difference for. So the riders, especially, I mean, in, in, for me anyway, uh, as a rider, you know, I, I like that uh, that bond between, uh, yeah, the expectations and and what I feel I can do as well. So rather than you're just a number, and uh, yeah, if you can't do it, then somebody else will be there tomorrow. Uh, so kind of thing. But um, but no, it's um, it's uh, coming to King's Lynn again. It, it just doesn't feel like it's any different, really, because uh, I've been there for for many years in the past, and uh, it, it almost feels like like it hasn't been six years since since two thousand eighteen. I was there full time, so it doesn't feel like any major change coming back to Kingsland. It just feels like coming coming back, really. Yeah, and and in terms of the team itself, I um I don't think we've heard yet, but. I suppose you would be that ideal candidate to be uh, captain again this year. I don't know if if any discussions have been made in that respect. Oh, I haven't heard anything, um, but uh, no, I haven't heard anything, so I can't I can't say too much. Um, but uh, I don't know. I mean, is is that a position that you relish? Do Do you like that added responsibility, or or would you rather someone else took that responsibility? Uh, it depends. It depends. Uh, I, I I was asked in the past. I've never been captain at Kingsland. I was asked in the past, and when I when I actually turned it down because I wanted to, I was so busy everywhere, and I just wanted to focus on what I was doing uh, and sort of minding keep keep focusing on 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 the racing, uh, not so much what's going on, what what was going on in the pits, but. But again, you know, I have a little bit of a different role now, like you said as well. Uh, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see when we get to it. So uh, if they offer it me, then I'll consider it, uh, obviously. But um, no, it's a, uh, it's it's not my choice. So uh, we'll have to to wait and see what 
what ideas they have in the management. Certainly, and we shall find out in due course. But on an an individual front as well, um, is there still that them hopes of qualifying for for major tournaments this season? Whether it be, I don't know, a return to the Grand Prix series or the SEC, is there still is there still that ambition inside as well? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I would really like to uh, to qualify for the SEC. Um, I think uh, the Grand Prix. It's it, 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 it's quite far away, um, to be quite honest with you. Um, it's a tough game there. I've been there for many years, um, and 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 I know what it takes uh, to be at that level. And and it's it, it's not easy. Um, and and I would say the SEC. It's it's uh, it's also uh, obviously it's a European Championship, but um, but. You qualify and you race the same season. If let's say if I would qualify for Grand Prix, it would be for next year. Uh, yeah. So it's it's a whole year more away, and and uh, and obviously it, it, it's quite it's far away uh, in the timeline. But but the SEC is uh, is one of my big big goals this year uh, to qualify for the for the tournament and. Uh, and yeah, if I, if I get that, and then obviously I also want to make an impact. Um, I have another goal is to win the Danish Championship again individually. Uh, uh, it's also a really tough one. Uh, we have a lot, a lot of great riders uh, in Denmark, and uh, obviously some of the from the younger generations. They are they are hungry. They want to win, and uh, they're doing really well uh, at the moment. Also, uh, also on the big stage at the Grand Prix uh, with Leon and. Uh, Mickelson and uh, yeah, Anders Thompson. Obviously, he's not in the Grand Prix this year, but he's no, been not this season, yeah. he's been doing well for for some years. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of lot of riders who want to win it, but um, but I'm also one of the riders which uh, which want to take the title. So I'm going to do my best and uh, and yeah, work my best and and just do everything I can to to achieve these goals. Yeah, brilliant. It's great. It's great to hear and. In the run-up to that, obviously, um, first meeting, um, I believe this will be the first meeting in the UK for you this season. Carl Howard's asked you to be um, at his testimonial um, at the beginning of the season in the Sheffield against the World yeah. Select. So you'll be teaming up with Tobias Muzilak in that. Um, so a nice little practice at Sheffield for you. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I, I think it's okay. These testimonial meetings, um, obviously, there's not uh, there's not a great deal on the line, um, so you can you can sort of yeah, get yourself race fit and uh, maybe test a few things and uh, just enjoy enjoy being on the bike and uh, in a meeting. Uh, so yeah, I, I I'm going to Sheffield to to race in his meeting and uh, and uh, yeah, hopefully we can test the track a little bit, and learn some things. But to be as he uh, he rode there last year, so so he probably has a few tips for for how to set the bikes up there. And you know, I haven't I was there last year. Um, and uh, don't think I had the best of meetings. Um, apart from that, I haven't been there for quite a lot of years. Um, so uh, a little bit of practice that would be good. Yeah, of course. And and just before I let you go, and we we talk about our top ten, uh, we, we could spend all day talking about your your achievements and your accomplishments over your career. Do you? You're obviously very proud of everything you've achieved. Is there any regrets that you have 
Um, I mean, you were what you were a four-time World Cup winner, Danish League champion, Elite League champion, numerous Grand Prix, third in the world, seven times Danish champion. There's there's a lot there to be proud of. Yeah, um, obviously, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm very proud of of everything which is achieved uh, so far. But any regrets? No, not really. Um, difficult to to change anything when when things are done but uh, but no i don't really don't really have any regrets regrets in terms of uh decision making or, or anything like that i always felt like i've i've, I've worked as hard as i could uh, to achieve the goals I always done the best uh, i could with the knowledge uh, that i had at the time um so no i don't think i have any regrets i think it it if there's one thing to regret, I think it was when I knocked off. Uh, uh, I think it was Pavlitsky um, in the World Cup in Royans, and that cost us the gold medal. Obviously, we won the gold medal a year before in Bitgos when I secured the goal in the in the last corner of the last race, yeah. and then we were equally as spectacular in the in this in the points the, the year after so that's probably a big regret you know i didn't, I didn't even need to win that race to uh, for us to win the gold again but um but yeah i had an exclusion and a crash and uh, that blew it away so that's probably one regret that uh, that will stick yeah okay but plenty of positives to take out of your career Niels, and what a fantastic career it's been and we hope it continues for many many years to come still yeah as long as you're fit and healthy and want to carry on so from us we we wish you all the best in 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 this season yeah. um on all fronts um and hope you get some well me personally i hope you get a, a great british title this year i hope you win the premiership but before we let you go if you're ready uh Niels, we're going to do a quick fire 10 questions with you, which you've had had the questions. So if you are ready, uh, it's just like one answer, quick answer, not yeah, just one quick answer, not not like Nikolai Clint because that Nikolai Clint went on for ages about his answers, it was awful. So just just quick fire with us. (laughs) Number one, your favorite track. Um, we don't have a favourite track uh, specifically. It variates a lot uh, from time to time. Okay, no problem. Uh, question two: Do you remember your first meeting and what you scored? Yeah, uh, nineteen ninety four Danish final qualification on fifty cc, and I won the meeting. Lovely. Was it a full maximum? Yeah, I don't remember, but I remember <laughs> I, I won. I won the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad first meeting to have that question three no, your, no, good. Your, your favorite moment in speedway so far um it's difficult because there's a lot to pick um but i will go with uh when i finished uh third in the world when i had the, the bronze medal mm-hmm. perfect question four what are your three favorite things about speedway Three favorite things. Yeah. Um, I like the I like the the build up and the atmosphere um, when it's intense. Uh, how it makes you feel when when you set up for the meetings, uh, and then the preparations. Uh, how you prepare yourself ahead of the meetings and 
you get into that zone, uh, the adrenaline, um, just that whole feeling that you get when when you know you have to go out and, and do it. That's uh, that's about uh, that's about my favorite uh, yeah package for for speedway. Hey, uh, question five: Your favorite teammate. Um, he doesn't race anymore. Mas Corneliusen. That uh, okay. he was a great teammate. I've been teammates with him for several times, um, and uh, yeah, I always enjoy being in the same team as him. And, and yeah, we have have a lot of history uh, as friends and and as uh, colleagues. We had Mads on for our Christmas special this year for our quiz. It was brilliant. All oh, right, <laughs> very knowledgeable man still. Yeah, yeah, sure. Question six: Your two least favorite things about the sport? Um, obviously, the injuries. That's uh, that's probably the worst part of the sport. Um, the second worst part of the sport is uh, probably just like. Put political things uh, when there's a lot of nonsense uh, regulations uh, which doesn't make sense all the time uh, just things like that which is uh, things doesn't make sense things is decided around the table and, uh, and yeah it doesn't make sense to the riders and obviously it's not only only nonsense uh, we all always need we also need regulations but but sometimes there's uh, these things when you just shake your head and, and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Question seven. Do you have any pre match superstitions? Uh, I have a few, yeah. Uh, probably too many to uh to get on go on about here. But uh but no, there's a few. Uh, I won't care. Yeah, it's probably superstitions, but it's also pre match routines. I mm. won't say it's uh it's only superstitious, but you have some routines. You get yourself into that zone, and um, and yeah, if you don't do it, then uh, it feels something is missing. So uh, so yeah, yeah, I, I, I would say it's superstitious as well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, question eight: um, Have you got any rider for the future to keep an eye on? Is there any riders that you like to look of? Look of? Um, it's difficult. Uh, I was asked the same question a couple of years ago, and I said Dan Bewley, and that was before he won all the Grand Prix and all that. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> so I can't say a specific name right now, but uh, but there's a lot of talent coming mm. coming through all the time, and uh, some of them makes it all the way, some of them don't. Uh, so yeah, I can I can't name one rider right now. Okay, no problem. And who is your favourite rider of all time, past or present? Um, Hans Nielsen was always my my favorite rider when I was growing up, and so yeah, I'll probably go with him. He's he's more like a childhood uh, yeah. hero hero for me. So um, so yeah, I'll go with Hans. Mm -hmm. uh, question ten: What is the best piece of advice you've either given to somebody or been given yourself? Um, I think the best advice I had. Uh, myself 
was uh, that was when I was when I rode uh, together with uh, with Billy Hamill and Hancock in uh, at Oxford. And I was, um, we had a meeting, we had an away meeting at Bellevue and I was moaning about the track and the track walk and I was just, uh, I don't know, I was just in a bad mood and uh, Billy had just pulled me aside and he said, uh, stop moaning about that track because you cannot change it, you know, stop, uh, stop letting all these things that you cannot do anything about affect you because it's going to affect your riding and, um, and that really hit me and I was like, mm, that's, that's a great advice because you know, it's uh, you can you can you can affect yourself in a positive way, uh, just as well as you can do it in a negative way. And and you know, if you if you just stand there moaning in the corner, then uh, then you're not going to be able to do a, a good job on the track. And uh, I, I took that with me till this day. So uh, so yeah, that was a great advice. Brilliant. And just finally, the last question, the bonus point question: If you had to pick one of these three teams for whatever reason. Um, be any reason whatsoever. Workington Comets, Swindon Robins, or Kings Lynn Stars? Well, I will obviously be Kings Lynn. Uh, I've ridden for the club for, for several seasons, so um, I've never ridden for Swindon or Workington. So, uh, so yeah, Kings Lynn. Yeah, I'm happy with that. I've already pre filled that in, if I'm honest, but I knew you were going <laughs> to say Kings Lynn. <laughs> you made it easy, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. That's brilliant. Uh, that finishes off the, uh, that part section of the show for us, Neil. And uh, all that's left yeah. to be said is um, uh, fantastic that you've joined us on the show. We're really privileged to have you on here. Um, and we yeah, wish you all, for, all the best come. for 2024. Thanks a lot. No problem. For tonight, thank you very much. And we look forward to seeing you ride this season. And see you later. Brilliant. Thanks, Neil. Thanks very much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye. And that's uh, a thank you to Niels for coming on the show there. Thoroughly nice bloke. And um... It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. Has a lot to talk about. Yeah. He's a lovely fella. He is. He is a nice fella. I like him. <laughs> um, so, uh, I think we'll move on to our to our final playoff places. Um, well, sorry. Our fourth, the fourth playoff place. Who's going to scrape into the the playoff semi-finals? And me and Rob have got the same um, in fourth place. So I'll come to you and see if you have anything different. Um, I've actually forgotten who you've got in fourth, so I don't know if it is different or not. But they've turned up eventually. They've just about done it. I think Kings then will finish bottom in the playoff. But so they're still technically finishing bottom, sort of. Okay. But also you are finishing fourth, so it's not bottom, is it? But I think Kings are going to come fourth. It's it's a decent looking side, like I've said. Um, I've actually lost it. Hang on. But yeah, I think having Muzlak, I think it was a bit of a surprising signing that he had nowhere to go with Sheffield. But like you said to us, I think most teams just assumed he was staying. And um, Kings have got lucky there. I think having Everson back as well on a six point six is a a very, very good signing, as is Vadim Tarasenko. Basso, it is uh, 
to another Peterborough rider on a six. And then I think the big sign in there is uh, the two reserves with Voidal and, and Rowe. I think they'll they'll both do very well. And if the, if Voidal does carry on the form that he had at Peterborough, you've got Michael Palmtoft at number six most likely, which isn't a bad thing at all. So once again, it's another strength in depth side. And I think this is a really hard season for to actually predict because you know we're going through all of them. We, even the teams that we've got bottom, I think we've, we can say it's not a, a side that's going to be left behind. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's one of them. I think I think it's going to be really close between the maybe the bottom five and then the top three. I think there'll be a slightly larger gap. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah. I'll, I'll talk about the Kings Lynn because me and Rob haven't got Kings Lynn in fourth um, but Very I'll cool. talk about him while you've been talking about him and from my perspective um, re- I'm excited uh, for what we're going to see this year There's um, as Kings Lynn have, they've come out recently and said this is almost like a new beginning Rob Lyons come back in um, we've only kept two riders that finished last season um, with Tobias Musilak we've got an out and out number one Um I think with Vadim Tarasenko, we've got a capable rider there that could average seven and a half to eight points. Um, I think Niels, um, especially after that conversation we just had, he's he's capable of beating anyone on his day, but uh, he's got a sort of a new role in that side. And, and Benjamin Basso's an exciting talent as well, and I'm looking forward to watching him ride every week. Um, but as you said, Patrick Voigelo at reserve for however long that may be. Um and Anders Rowe was banging in double-figure scores at the end of last season. So it, it is something to look forward to. My my area of concern um, is Michael Palm-Toff still and, and his injuries that he's had. But again, him at reserve is, is something to look forward to. Uh, last time he was at reserve, we made it to the playoff final. So hopefully that bodes well. We um, And we come at 1.35 under the points limits, interestingly. So, um, But still a strong-looking team. Um, in the league that we're in, but I'll just move on to who me and Rob have got, and we've gone for the Ipswich Witches. Interesting. Interesting. Please elaborate. I will do. Um, Ipswich sort of like scraped into the playoffs last year um, with what they had, um, and they've gone for Safutinoff and Doyle, which I didn't think would happen, and Danny King as a top three. Keenan Ruse returned, Dan Thompson's returned. So there's five riders there. Um, similar to what they had last year. I just, I'll get Jordan Jenkins and Dan Thompson at reserve. Jordan Jenkins is, is I, I think, going to be one of the, the standout reserves this year. But I, you look at the Lampards, the Voigelos, the Kerrs, he might come unstuck away from home a few times. And the real area of concern is how is Adam Ellis going to do? And, and that's the question mark for me. And that is why I've put Kingsland just a little bit above Ipswich. Because I think Kingsland can combat the, the Ipswich top three and beat what is below that, and even the top That's two. Fair enough. Yeah, I just I've got question marks over how not dedicated Adam Ellis is, but how he's going to fare. He's down to a five and a half point average. He didn't have a particularly good season last year. New change of venue might do him the world of good, but I, I just see them struggling a little bit this year. Fair enough. Um... I'll I'll keep on the the Ipswich topic because I do have them in third. 
So I thought you it's it's quite close. Um, I think like it, most most thing what you said there is how I feel. I, the only thing is I think Adam Ellis is a, a very good signing to have on a five. I think he'll do well. His performances at Ipswich, excluding last season when he was a bit below par, have been very very good. And I think riding there every week, it's it's track he's been to before when he. I think when he first started in the Premier League or the Championship, whatever you want to call it. And, yeah, it's it somewhere he knows well. And I think that'll do him the world of good. And obviously riding with Jason and Emil, mm. you know, they'll, they'll give him a few tips if he needs them. But, yeah, I think he's... I think having him and Danny King is a... It's a, a bit more formidable backup than the had with Eric Griss with the it, it situation with his in, um, illness. Yeah, and John Jenkins as well at reserve, like you've said. I think he he could be um, a very very good signing, and I wouldn't even exclude Dan Thompson either. I think he's one of the better rising stars, and having a second season at Ipswich will be a we won't do any any damage, will it? No, I agree. I think he was coming good last yeah. season, uh, just before he broke his collarbone against Kings Lynn as well. Yeah. So. Uh, he'll be one to look out for as well. So looking forward to that. Uh, obviously, me and Rob have gone for Kingsland in third place to finish just above it. Which, so that leaves us with our top two. And Rob's going to be livid with you when he sees your top two because I've I've got a feeling I know who's coming next to you. But yeah. if you if you haven't, I'm shocked. So go on. Who have you got in second? I've got Sheffield in second. You are kidding me, aren't you? No. Yeah, I am, yeah. Yeah, I've got Sheffield in first. It's a, yeah, you, you just look at that top, even that top five, really, and I don't think anyone's going to come close to them at home. They might have a few matches where it's quite, It's it could be a, a battle away and they might get, yeah, I think most teams will get beaten soundly somewhere this year. But um, I think... I think Jack Alder's gonna he's he's more than capable of making a mockery of that average at home as specifically, as he's tied with an Chris Holder. And then even if you just got Pickering in the Howarth holding their averages, that, that team's gonna be well the the team average you'd assume would go up by at least two or three points. Mm. It's um uh, yeah, it, it's it's weird. It's uh, I would say it's the team with most potential, but we know the riders established themselves. It's just the averages that they're on are a yeah. little false, I think. And they've done really well to get them back, really. So, so interestingly, you've got Oxford Spires in second, then? Yeah, I've got Oxford in second, yeah. And we've spoke about those, and I can, I can appreciate it. I just I can't see it, if I'm honest. But Fair enough. Well, that's, that's, yeah. I'm here to be shot down. It is um, subjective opinion. This could either be the Plymouth Centurions incident again, or I will be really smart. Yeah. <laughs> which, which I can't think of an example where that's happened, but I'm sure there would be one somewhere. Yeah. Oh, when I have... said Armadale would beat Bellevue in the National League. Well, what about work, having Workington top of the NDL last year? That didn't happen. Mm. That was heavily edited, and I actually said we were going to finish... Wherever we finished, fifth, fifth, sixth, <laughs> fifth. 
I'll have to I'll have to listen to that one back because I'm not sure. Um, I've I've actually gone for you Sheffield. Lead, it's a good look. I've gone for Sheffield in second. Um, Ooh. I, I, I looked at the Sheffield team and you sort of you look at their top five and you think they're going to run away with it. Uh, again, the reserves here are the interesting point, and this is where my concern is: is some inexperience down at reserve. We know uh, Jason Edwards is more than capable. He's beaten. He beat Musilak at Sheffield last year. I watched him beat um, Everson at Peterborough last year. He's capable. Um, I just think that the Bellevue side is of a similar ilk in terms of how good they can be. I think that Bellevue team beat Sheffield at home. I wouldn't say comfortably, but Kyle Howard for me is a very in and out character. He can be very good at Sheffield, but he can be very average away. And I suppose the same could be said of Norwich Blowdorn. But I think you look at ages and one's going, Blowdorn's on the up, Harris may be regressing a little bit. Uh, play, he may have an excellent season this year, we'll, we'll see. But I see Ben Cook and Josh Pickering as very, they're almost very similar riders for me. Um, very slight in how they work on the bike. Um, thoroughly no, no, I, to watch. I, I won't disagree with that. Uh, Jamin Lidsey for me is the key here. I think he's a he's a tremendous rider, and I can actually see Bewley dropping to number three in the averages if his form doesn't improve sufficiently. Because I think, I think it will. I think Kurtz I think. is is an outstanding number one to have, and again, his eight and a half average. I, I do agree with Jack Older being such a false average. I think he could he could rival Emil, um, and we'll come to who we think will be number one in the averages. But he can certainly rival Emil for being up there at the top. I think I, I think personally, Ty and Chris Holder are on pretty an average that they they may may well maintain. But for me, as I mentioned before, Connor Mountain I think is is an outstanding rider at reserve, and Connor Bailey's only going to go one way as well. Um, and I know Rob's uh, Rob predicted those in second with Sheffield. Oh, sorry, he predicted Sheffield first, Bellevue second, and I was the other way around. So I've gone for Bellevue first and Sheffield second. So. Um, there is one thing I want to just touch on with uh, Sheffield as well. I think on. Dan Jilt's only riding the Premiership could, if he does start to struggle, I think that could go against him. Obviously, he'll only be riding maybe once a week, maybe less than that, depending on his fixtures in England. So that that could be something that goes against him. Whereas obviously Conor Bailey's got red car again. Yeah, Leon Flint will have Eric. Dan Thompson will have Plymouth. Uh, and Leon, Roar. Leon Flint to Glasgow. Leon Flint left Glasgow. Silly me. Anders Roar could be another one. There's, I mean, he's you might sign for working, but I don't think, don't think that's going to happen. Uh, Joe Thompson, he's got Plymouth and Bargen, obviously has Oxford. Hmm. So that that could be an issue, but I'm sure he's he knows if you know he's he's. He knows himself better than we do, and um, of course. yeah, he, I think he's definitely got the potential to be all right. I thought he was he was the best rider down paper last season, and I don't think it changes. You know, he, he's still a very good rider. You, you go back to twenty twenty two when he uh, started the season like he did with Plymouth, and um, yeah, we were all thinking how far could he go? Obviously, he's not a Plymouth this season. It could be. Could be a 
a blessing in disguise. I, I don't think that's the right term, but you know what I mean. Like it could be like a fresh start, yeah, type thing. Well, hopefully, then, you can have an injury yeah. injury free season. Yeah, and Let's obviously, see. to be better, you've got to ride the best riders. So, yeah, of course, yeah, of course. So, well, that completes our top seven anyway, and some. I mean, myself and Rob, we're, we're very similar in what we've done. Yours is a little bit, a little bit different to ours, but it'll be interesting to see how how it unfolds over the course of the season. Of course, as I said to Niels, injuries will play their part across the season, as they do every season. Um, yeah, yeah, and we'll see how things progress across the season. But really, looking forward to this one. There's some there's some top names in there, and I can't wait for it to begin. Um, so uh, we've got a couple more predictions to make, as we normally do. So we've got our who will be the number one in the averages. And I'll let you go first, but all I'll say is me and Rob have gone boring and safe. Well, then just so have I. <laughs> we've all got I've an ML, I take ML. it. Yeah. Yeah, I, ML. I just can't see him relenting, if I'm honest. I did, I did like what you said. I think Jack Holder can rival him. I think yeah. you're right there. I don't, I don't I think, think there's anyone else that can rival him, if I'm honest. Well, maybe, but I mean, they'll be riding together twice a meeting. So there's a chance that they're always going to be taking points of each other and everything like that. Um, but yeah, I think Emil is a, it's a, it's a decent shot. I mean, if, he's, if he's not going to be number one, he's likely going to be top three or five, isn't he? And he's top just... five would be a bit of a surprise. He's just, it was a, I mean, he was a point higher than, or he comes into this season a point higher than what Jason Doyle is. And yeah. and Jason Doyle's obviously second in the averages. So that just tells you all you need to know. I don't think there's anyone else that's going to touch him for consistency across this season. Um, I would I would be surprised. You never know. But I hope, well, I do hope Jack Holder runs in close and, and we have some decent battles on track. And there's, 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 Plenty of good action. There's plenty of decent Heat 13s to look forward to this season anyway. The Premiership players yeah. should be uh, very, very good. If so, everyone's there, yeah, who knows? Yeah. As long as, well, who was it? Um, oh, I know Peterborough and Kings Lynn had weakened teams last year, but I think ours was injuries. So. He's going to like two riders fit by the, end, by the time it turned up. Yeah. And then the two riders that we had ended up being injured by the end of the season. Yeah. <laughs> So that leaves us with our, our one to watch. So as you're here, I'll let you go first. Thank you very much. I, I've got Adam Ellis. Like I said before, I think it's a very good signing. And I think he uh, he's more than capable of putting a point or even two points on the average Ipswich. And um, I'm, I'm, you know, you obviously have your doubts and I, I don't think you'd be the only one. But I mean, you, we have to remember he's a British champion. He, um Last season was a bit of a shock with how it did end up, and obviously he didn't complete the season. So there was always a chance that he could have turned it around. But I think he, I think it now will be that time. Okay, interesting one. Certainly not not someone that I considered. I had a few on my list. I'll, I'll come to Rob though because he went for. A rider that I would have actually said as well, um, Victor Lampart over at Birmingham, uh, coming into their side on a five-point average down at reserve. I, I think if he hits the ground running like a Vadim Tarasenko did last year or a Patrick Voigelo, um, they could have a real trump card down there. Yeah, 
definitely. I think he uh, he's capable of doing that, but I do have a, another doubt of um, he's he's not seen any of the tracks before. That's the yeah. other side of it, and you know he, when he goes to like the Sheffield or even Leicester, I think he could be. Tough times sometimes, but and also, who knows? He's he's obviously a very good rider, and yeah, he's he's got the accolades to back it up with um, extra league with Lublin to run and the SGP too. I, I do think as well if it, if he does have a uh, let's say he does have a blistering start to the season, um, he comes out of reserve. Uh, Zach Cook goes down to reserve. I think that potentially makes him a little bit weaker especially if Lampard doesn't adjust to being in the main body of the team. But um, we shall see. It might be a Time will tell. Away. It will indeed. And my one to watch, I had a few that I had on my list. Obviously, Lampard was one of them. Um, I thought about Keenan Rue as well, um, kicking yeah. on this season. Yeah. Um, but I've gone for the new Australian champion uh, who's teamed up at Oxford. And although he's not rowed at the place Ooh. yet, Rowan Tungate. I think um, I think he's on about six point six average. Um, I think he was in he was in superb form in Australia, and I think he could be key. And he, there was talk of him coming over to the UK last year, which didn't um, didn't pan out in the end. But I think he's capable of of being that number one, and I wouldn't be surprised over the course of the season that he doesn't elevate himself to that number one position. I like that. He was actually my on my list of. Uh... Ones to watch, but then I thought I need swapping in for Adam Ellis at the very end. But yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that happened either. I think he's more than capable of at least challenging for the number one spot, depending how Matsia goes. Um, like I said, I think he's a, a better rider from the last time we've seen him in England. You know, having a full season anyway, he had a little bit of a stint at Ipswich, didn't he? Yeah, but yeah. um, yeah, I think it's a uh, it's a very good signing, and I think he'll do very well. Lovely. Well, uh, that concludes our, our predictions for this season. Um, I'll put that up on the social media pages um, at some point this week so everybody can moan, and I'm sure James Jessup is going to come in after you quite hard. Not new. There's nothing new there. Yeah. I can handle him. That's uh, Just block yeah, him. We'll see it. We'll see how that unfolds. Um yeah, don't abuse. I've got Oxford quite low. I'm sure there's going to be people that are going to be hating us, but that's the way it is. I'm used to it now, to be fair. Someone's got a spot, them, don't they? Yeah. And it's but me. That, uh, that leaves us just with some other bits of news, um, just so we can, we can have a look over these. And obviously, as you mentioned, uh, there was a piece this week about Freddie Lindgren and Jakob Thorsell. Comebacks potentially. Um, two riders that it might it might not be Birmingham, but it might be other clubs as well that would consider a return to the UK. So another two quality riders, and of course Freddie's going to be riding over here um, in the first meetings of the season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he did it last season as well. It's uh, it's just, it shows that he's not completely writing off. I don't really know how to explain this, but you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, help me out with English, Nathan. <laughs> well, I think written off is the right term. 
Yeah. He is here and he is going to drive the bike <laughs> and perhaps even come back and drive it later on as well. Yeah. We shall, we so, shall wait and see. We all want to see the best riders in the world back here and I'd love to see riders such as, well, obviously we'd all love to see Bartosz Marslik and Martin Vasilik over here. So to have the world number two over here at some point would be um, great for us. Yeah. We've already got um, it with Jack Alden. Where? Yeah. Yeah, well, not really, but he could have been. Could have. It's have funny because he's my GP prediction. Yeah. See what he's done as well. I think he's like, who wins? Um, oh yeah, because we're he's one's vice champion. Yeah. Um, and the other bit of news, which will probably make people laugh if you've not read this already, is uh, obviously, unfortunately, Plymouth have been dealt a blow with the injury to Nico Cavati, and we wish him well in his uh, recovery. But. Um, Eddie Kennett was um, not ruling out a return at Plymouth. I, I, There's I, another person that I think could be a an option who was uh, notoriously a very good number one at the time. Uh, Bradley Wilson Dean. He fits if they want to go down that route. There's a lot of people that fit. Yeah, I mean, I fit if they want me, but. I'm not driving now. Yeah, I won't be driving down to Plymouth every week. Yeah. You have got no yeah. chance. Yeah. Believe it or not, he refused to comment on the uh, the rider replacement thing, but <laughs> Yep. Shocker. <laughs> and then uh, just finally, some of um we're starting to reveal some of the lineups for the upcoming meetings of the season and um I'll start with well, well. I'll start with the first one that comes up, and obviously it's Carl Howarth's testimonial at Sheffield, uh, which takes place on Thursday, the fourteenth of March at seven thirty. And disappointingly, um, there's been some Premiership fixtures put on this night, so Leicester are riding Bellevue and Oxford are riding Birmingham, which has ruled out a lot of riders for Kyle. No, which, right. which which I find disappointing. But he has he's assembled a good side so far. Uh, it'll be Sheffield against a World Select uh, that'll be led by Tobias Musilak. Freddie Lindgren, Niels Christian Everson, Rory Schlein and Simon Lambert at this stage. That's not a bad top five though, is it? No, it's a, it's a decent side. And then, I don't know if there'll be, I don't know, might be a couple of, uh, Kings Lynn aren't riding that night and who's the other one? Obviously Sheffield. Um, Ipswich. So, I don't know, maybe Emil. Ooh, maybe. I bet Danny King will turn up there. Yeah. We'll wait and see for that I think one. he was he was older than obviously Ellis has. Uh, I don't think he's ordered Dial, has he? Sorry? You don't think he's ordered Jason Dial? No, I don't think he has. Uh, I'm trying to think who he's rode for. DJ's ordered Dan Thompson as well, Leicester. I think. Yeah. So, who knows? Yeah, we shall Maybe see. Maybe we've spoiled the surprise. Yeah. Talking of talking of Danny King though, um, and a, a, a meeting of great interest for you, the Ben Fund Bonanza. Um, I think it is the WSRA Ben Fund Bonanza actually, which will take place at Northside Workington on Saturday the sixteenth of March at two pm. Um, I mean, we've got Danny King who's looking to not only retain his title um, but win it for a third time if possible, and he's at the moment joined by Freddie Lindgren, Dan Bewley, Ben Barker, Eric Riss, and Tom Brennan. So another exciting lineup for you, Kane. Yeah, very, very good. I, uh, I'm sure there's going to be some other big names to come as well. So, let's see what happens. 
I, I, I have heard of one name that hasn't been asked at this stage, and um, I won't reveal sources or names at the moment, but it's it's a great disappointment to hear that he's not been involved in this. So, um, they yeah, unfortunately, some... James Jessup isn't going to be there. <laughs> there but... are some there are some other big names um, who who will be attending. So that's a good meeting for you to to get your teeth back into Speedway again. Um, and then the following... are you going to come up. I very much doubt I'm coming to Workington on a Saturday at 2pm. I won't lie. Big fan. Huh? Do you even like Speedway? <laughs> I like Speedway. I just don't like driving for three months in the car. <laughs> three months. <laughs> I'll, I saw, I'll have you know it's only two and a half. I saw, you, I saw you appear on Snapchat earlier and I was looking at your figure on the map and that took me about 14 days to zoom out. <laughs> <laughs> so even find yeah. Norfolk. Anyway, the following afternoon, oh. uh, Charles Wright will be uh, hosting his testimonial at Red Cup um, at 3pm, uh, which will take the format of a 16-rider uh, individual. And he's got some good names as well. And obviously, riders that he's rode with in the past, there's um, Freddie Linger and Joy Etheridge, Brady Kurtz, Jason Edwards, Eric Riss, Norrick Blodorn, Richard Lawson, Jimon Lidsey, Danny King and Kyle Howarth. So, another good-looking line-up there at Red Cup. Yeah, I believe that both meetings are on BSN. I think uh, I don't know. I would assume the BSN, uh, BSN, the Ben Fund was on BSN last year. I know that. Yeah, and I know it's it's uh, it's Red Card guys that basically do it, and this was probably a decent chance Charles meeting would be on there. Yeah, no. I think I, I did hear it was, but I might have just told a big fib. Well, they might do three days in a row because um, I know they had the Peter Craven on. Would be nice. Uh, the Peter Craven was on um, BSN last year as well, but and that will take place on Monday, the 18th of March at Bellevue at 7.30. Um, four names for that so far, Dan Beauty, Freddie Lindgren, Max Frick and Luke Becker. So already a, a, a good-looking lineup, and they usually have some very good-looking riders at, at that meeting. Are you going to up to that one? Um, I think I'm washing my hair that night. Oh, boo. If it's on BSN, I'll watch it. My first meeting not, not will my first meeting will be Thursday the twenty first of March, I believe. What? Big at, meeting at Leicester to watch Kings Lynn pick up the first two points of the season. See. What's that? For? Sure. What, what, what are you standing yeah. for? It wasn't. It was someone else. It was there's no need for that. You predicted us fourth in the league and Leicester bottom, so you must fancy our chances of winning there. Superheat loss. Oh, I can't do with superheat. We won't have, lose any superheats, not with Toby. New heroes. 4-3, 4-5. Friend, friend of the shows now. Friend of, yeah, whole, friend of the show. Just the whole Kings Lynn team now. Just need uh, the five. Just uh, yeah, it should be. I've, I've heard from Anders before, so he might come on the show. And Benjamin Basso, actually, and Michael Palmer. I could get them all on the show this season. I'm going to win the uh, points title this year. Joe, just because I I'm mean gonna... I, I can't even draw because we haven't got seven riders. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're still waiting for Workington to announce their rider, which I'm hoping they do because uh, that concludes our show this week. And next week we are looking to. Um, uh, go through the SGP Championship preview. So, I could kind of do with Plymouth and uh, Workington finishing their signs, s- signings. Um, 
Hopefully we will have uh, the new Paul Pirates captain Ben Cook on the show next week as we run through the championship with him. Um, but again, another exciting league to look forward to, Kane. Of yeah, course, for you as well. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I think it'll be very good. Um, might not predict us top this year, but I think we'll be all right. I shall see. I, we will. We will do okay. I I can't see me putting you top. I'll be honest with you, but we shall see. You never know. Right, mate. Well, yeah, you never know. As we get lower down the leagues, as we get lower down the leagues, his predictions get more and more out there because he hasn't yeah. got a clue what he's talking about. Building on that with the National League this year. Yeah. But that concludes the show for us this evening. So uh, any anything more you want to add? Um, actually, yeah, I've just remembered something. Um, Berwick have, they are making slight changes to their, their track slash stadium with uh, the, I believe, the third and fourth fence is no longer wood and it's now like a mesh fencing mm-hmm. obviously with the polyform fence in front of it so that's nice to see i did see um, that, yeah today and that's actually it oh and they've, they've moved the uh, start line back which should help with the racing they've said well, well actually I, I think there was a lot of talk that that start line is quite close to the first bend isn't there yeah so yeah I, I, that's something good for them i did see the progress that was taking place today and obviously um Plymouth resizing their track ahead of next season as well. Um, mm. So something exciting to look forward to. But, yep, we do look forward to that. So uh, thank you for this evening, Kane. Hopefully Rob will thank be you. back next week um, because we're just too nice. We need something to, mm. someone to argue with. But I'm not arguing, Rob. Hopefully he'll be back next week for our championship preview. But for tonight, uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, Thank you to you, Kane. And we shall speak to you again next week. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. 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 Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.